0: Tis the season for giving. And what's better than giving more to everyone you love? With Celebrations Passport from 1-800-Flowers.com, I can enjoy unlimited free shipping on everything, from flowers to gourmet gifts across their entire family of brands, which means sharing more with the special people in my life, now and all throughout the year. Shop 1-800-Flowers.com stream and share holiday joy today. Being gifty, my calendar can be a chaotic place. Three birthdays and my anniversary all in the next month. That's why I use Celebrations Passport from the 1-800-Flowers family of brands. Celebrations Passport gives me free shipping on thousands of amazing gifts. And the more gifts I give, the more perks and rewards I earn. Giving is easy with Celebrations Passport. Learn more at 1-800-Flowers.com slash stream. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash stream.
1: You and I have a rendezvous
0: with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. You and I have the ability and the dignity and the right to make our own decisions and determine our own destiny.
2: You're listening to The Underground. I'm your host, Frank Salvato. Rendezvous.
1: It's a term you probably haven't heard of, but if you're a Facebook user, it's happening to you whether you realize it or not. It's called the echo chamber effect, and here's how you can get out
2: of it. What you consider real and fake in many cases has become a question of where you're sitting and who you're listening to. In our Sunday spotlight, NBC's Hallie Jackson.
0: This is an echo chamber, a space designed to produce reverberations and echoes at London South Bank University. Online, a similar thing is happening, according to a new study from think tank Demos. Social media users only tend to engage with people and news sources that have the same political beliefs. Everyone is talking to themselves.
2: Social media has become a staple in our society. Through these platforms, we stay connected with family and friends, create cyber friends, glean information, and take action on events and issues that are important to us. As the social media spheres become more politicized, they also become more compartmentalized. This leads to the danger of producing large member echo chambers that increasingly become ineffective in their goals. We've all seen the posts on platforms like Facebook something outrageous is rightly exposed, and hundreds or thousands of people have liked or indicated anger at the post. Some reply to the post with comments, and some, albeit less often, share the post with like-minded friends, family, and groups. But outside of an individual sphere of influence, and since like-minded people tend to belong to the same groups and circles, the outrage has a shelf life and usually ends with the perpetrators of the outrage not feeling any heat for their bad actions.
0: The existence of echo chambers and the idea that we are increasingly seeing things that we agree with, things that we like, things that we might buy, is that it challenges some of the fundamental principles that I think a democracy thrives on. An idea of compromise that we have to be able to be, we have to be able to compromise with one another, we have to be able to read and accept and understand uh, opposing views. We even need a sort of shared concept of what is true, and that again is threatened by the echo chamber. A
2: 2018 Pew Research Center report identified that two thirds 68% of Americans get their news and information from social media. And while 57% of that group expect the bulk of any information gleaned from social media to be inaccurate, not false, but inaccurate, an alarming 42% believe the information is accurate. That means roughly one-third, or 28.56%, of all Americans believe that the information floated on social media is accurate. The largest group in that percentage is Facebook, weighing in at 43%. This is the social media vehicle that pushed groups, intrasocial media circles that compartmentalize people into like-minded pods, i.e. groups. While this structure allows for like-minded people to commiserate amongst themselves, most often it facilitates the illusion of successful activism in the face of outrage by way of creating echo chambers. <laughs>
1: Facebook's algorithm promotes the types of posts that you like and share, and it hides away posts that put you off or that you don't interact with. This means you're unwittingly surrounding yourself with more people and news sites that
3: just confirm your pre-existing views. This is called an echo chamber.
2: It means you're only seeing ideas from people and media outlets who agree with you. A perfect example comes in a story about an AP history class at Lock Raven High School in Towson, Maryland. During a lesson, the teacher displayed a slide that equated President Trump and his administration to the Nazis of Germany and the Communist Party under Stalin. A quote from the Minneapolis Star. A slide used in an advanced placement history class at Lock Raven High School in Tosin shows a picture of Trump above pictures of a Nazi swastika and a flag of the Soviet Union. Two captions read, Wants to round up a group of people and build a giant wall. And, oh, that's why it sounds so familiar. Unquote.
1: Fox 45 contacted Baltimore County Schools right after we were sent this picture. In a statement, they say, This slide was used as part of a lesson in an AP history course. The topics being discussed included world wars and the attempts by some leaders to limit or prevent migration into certain countries. In isolation and out of context with the lesson, the image could be misunderstood. In our Advanced Placement AP classes, which are college-level courses, we expect and encourage analysis and discussion around historical and current events, even if they are considered controversial. This lesson was not intended to make a political statement. If a student has concerns when discussing a controversial issue, schools have the tools to address the concern and support the student.
3: Is this curriculum for AP, is it a purchase curriculum? Is it one that our school system wrote? Uh, yeah, where is it coming from?
1: Baltimore County Councilman Wade Kesh represents district three where Lock Raven High School is located. I just think that it's irresponsible to post anything like this in a classroom. High schools are not supposed to take advocacy positions against presidents. We're supposed to explain how political advocacy works if that's what they're doing. But they're certainly not to take a position that the president is comparable to these awful leaders of the past. Dr. Richard Vance teaches political persuasion at Towson University. If they're not presenting that as clear, outrageous uh, argument against the the president of the United States, uh, then they're not doing their job. I mean, it's just, it's really, it's really contemptible.
2: To be sure, this type of political indoctrination propaganda should never be displayed in a classroom. It is blatantly biased, and it promotes a political agenda. Our education system should be charged exclusively with teaching our children how to think, not what to think. Sadly, we don't teach critical thinking skills anymore, but I digress. I posted this story at the One America News Network Facebook group among many others. And I stated, quote, everyone should contact Principal Janine Holmes at jholmes at bcps.org and demand this teacher be fired. Hashtag politics. Hashtag stop the indoctrination. To which one member replied, quote, what, you don't think the principal knows about it? Well, to his credit, I do understand what he was saying. Yes, I'm certain that Principal Holmes knew about it, and I suspect that she even agreed with it. But this comment illustrates my point. If Principal Holmes' email address wasn't included in that post, how many people would have simply liked or selected the angry emoji and commented on the post without actually DOING something about it? How many would have taken the time to search out the contact information for this principal in an effort to express outrage? To that end... I'm wondering how many actually did email the principal, even though the email address was given. The outrage of the overwhelming number of group members regarding this teacher's action will, sadly, remain ineffective. It will remain in the echo chamber of that group and the groups that exist within the spheres of its members, having no effect on the situation whatsoever. Additionally, many members of one conservative group are members of the many other conservative groups, constituting a larger but still compartmentalized circular echo chamber. This further isolates any social outrage, rendering it ineffective in achieving meaningful change. While a person may feel they have done something to create a loud voice to push back against an outrage, feel they have done their part to combat the cultural erosion— They have, in fact, done very little. Without including the information necessary to take action, i.e. an email address, a phone number, or a web link, and without each and every one of us taking the time to ACT on that call to action, the outrage and effort needed to effect real change remains compartmentalized and ineffective. Social media echo chambers are where great intentions go to die. This is especially true for conservative-minded group echo chambers. Progressives and justice Democrats understand this, and that's why they can routinely, and for the most inane reasons, produce large-member pressure vehicles, emails, phone calls, letters, and protests at a moment's notice. Until conservatives and constitutionalists understand that meaningful action takes more than a like and a comment the leftists amongst us will continue to win incrementally. Until conservatives and constitutionalists come to grips with the reality that leftists organize to action better than we do, the country will continue on its path to becoming a socialist democracy. We'll be right back with my Friday segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, broadcasting over 200 markets to over 2 million people, coast to coast and internationally, right after this. What you consider real and fake, in many cases, has become a question of where you're sitting and who you're listening to.
1: It's a term you probably haven't heard of, but if you're a Facebook user, it's happening to you whether you realize it or not. It's called the echo chamber effect. Echo chamber effect...
2: This podcast segment has been brought to you by the Emerald Coast Tea Company, makers of all-natural, handcrafted, exotic blend teas. When it comes to tea, no matter what your preference, the Emerald Coast Tea Company has a tea or tea blend just for you. Order yours today at emeraldcoastteacompany.com. This is an NMJ segment rebroadcast of the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, syndicated by the GCN Live Satellite System on the Westwood One Radio Network out of the Salem Broadcasting Network flagship station WGUL AM860 in Tampa, Florida. AM930, The Answer, online at theanswersarasona.com. America, Third Watch. Coming to you live from Tampa. Call in now and talk to Captain Matt toll free, 877 969 8600. I'm your captain! I'm your captain! He's on the air, taking on enemies, foreign and domestic, and uniting Americans to the cause of liberty.
3: We will rally the world to this cause by our efforts,
1: by our courage. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail.
3: Good morning, America! Hello, world, and welcome to the Friday morning edition of the Captain's America Third Watch. I'm the Captain Matt Bruce as we broadcast live from my flagship station, AM 860, The Answer here in Tampa, Florida. Tomorrow's news tonight, broadcasting from my Moss family automotive studio to great radio stations across America, in the Caribbean, and around the world, too, via the internet and on the satellite, streaming live online. Now, a special shout-out goes to our military men and women listening to us right now, wherever they're listening to us from. Let's not forget the EMTs, the firefighters, police, hospital, and ER room workers, our 911 dispatchers, the Border Patrol, security officers and the u.s coast guard too for keeping us free and safe thank you thank you thank you and to all those people working on the third watch right now the truckers the warehouse the factory workers the butchers and bakers maintenance janitorial workers mechanics also the construction workers and bulk mail centers too thank you for what you do to keep america rolling along now hello to the uber lyft taxi and bus drivers and a special shout out also goes to our roughnecks working on the oil rigs all across alaska the Gulf of Mexico and the Northern tundra plus our Ramco oil workers in Northern, uh, in Saudi Arabia. And, uh, let's not forget about the, um, Merchant Marine guys and gals out there, too, because we had uh, one of our ship captains call in and tell us he listened to us all the way from New Orleans all the way across to Tampa because we do have an affiliate in New Orleans, and water uh, uh, helps the radio signals travel a lot further. Now, check out the Captain's America captainsamerica3watch.com website. Also, follow us on Facebook, the Captains America Third Watch Facebook page. And we also tweet at at Captain's America. Well, joining us right now we have Frank Salvato, managing editor of the. Uh, well, wait a minute! I did it! I did it! How about the host of the Underground USA podcast? Hello. I like, I like that better. Yeah. Well, I like <laughs> I like the other one. I still want to say that, but anyway, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. I, I think blame, what I got got to blame Facebook for that one. Yeah, I know. Believe me, I know. All right, let's say the pledge to get rolling. You ready? You got it. I pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to, the flag to the flag of the United, United States, States of America and, and to the, the republic for which, which it stands, stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty, with liberty and, and justice, justice for all. And we emphasize the two words, under God, because our great country was founded on Judeo-Christian values. Well, uh, gosh, uh, the debate the other night, is uh, Mayor Bloomberg shorter?
4: You know, I mean, I, I I love the fact that that's a that's a topic of contention. I mean, if if, if height was an issue, then Stephen Hawking's would be stupid.
3: Mm. Well, you, know, you saw Martin. Makes... That's that
4: said, he he is a little height challenged.
3: You saw Martha McSally at a Trump rally walk over there, and they had a little uh, thing that she could step up on because she's short because uh, the mic was, like, right in her face. So she stood up so the mic was down below her. Um, But she stood on a little box that they had there for her, and I, you knew that was done that way. You
4: you see the pictures of him standing next to Trump, and there are many of them because they, they both existed in the sphere of New York and New York politics for yeah. a very long time, yeah. and it's, uh, it, it's dramatic.
3: Now, and of course, uh, the other thing is is that uh, they went after him and they buried him the night of their little debate over there. But they're still going after him and they're still burying him. They, they had
4: he had to know that he was going to be the target going into going into Nevada, you know, especially when you drop four hundred million dollars in campaign ads before a primary that you're not even you're not even on the ballot for because because he didn't qualify beforehand to be on the ballot. You know, I, I truly believe, and, and he's come out and said it, that uh, he's trying to provoke a brokered convention. Um, the one thing I don't understand is, okay, great, you're trying to provoke a brokered convention, but you're not going to be the choice. And, and, and especially with a lot of the things that he's saying and has said, uh, his insult against the farmers just went viral. So, you know, I I don't believe that he's in it to get the job. I think he's in it to be a spoiler.
3: Yeah, and, of course, the uh, uh, president was out there in the middle of uh, farm country, and he brought several farmers up there to talk about water, but they also took shots, every one of them, uh, at, at Bloomberg
4: well, they should have it's it's not as easy, and any anybody who's ever had a, a garden and especially farmers themselves well, I know well, it's not as e- it's not as easy as just putting the seed in the ground, putting dirt on it, and putting water on it. it there's It's a lot more complex than that and oh, yeah. when you and when you're when you're feeding the country and and you need to make sure that your yield is happening, there is a science underneath that whether you've gone to college or just worked a family farm um all your life that is that is worthy of a doctorate and beyond.
3: Yeah, I totally agree because uh you know, the last few years of my dad's life when, uh, he still had the, the family farm and we, most of us had moved on. Um, he had to have, uh, permits and training classes to use the chemicals that he was using on the crops to make sure that he didn't have a bunch of weeds and disease and this, that, and the other and spraying the apples and all that stuff, uh, the trees and the peaches and pears and cherries and everything else. Again, it all was part of the environmental thing because there was a, when the EPA started to come into the mix.
4: Yeah, and then you even you sit down with an organic farmer today who's not using all of the chemicals, and ask him, "Is it as easy as just putting the seed in the ground with dirt on it and some water?" and and they will give you a a long lesson on what it takes to grow food for a country. So talk about a stupid remark that was beyond stupid.
3: Now uh, Elizabeth Warren is not beyond uh, being. Uh, battled on here too because she's made a couple of really uh, stupid comments along the way, and uh, right now um, she said uh, stopping boys from competing as girls is cruel.
4: Well, stopping fake Indians from running for president is cruel too, I guess. You know, I, I, I this woman, if if someone could pander harder to to different classes. When, she, when she's when she's trying to pick up votes, I don't know who it is. Yeah, you know, most of her outrageous statements are are based in pander. You know, I all the Democrats are based in pander when it comes to their politics, but she takes the cake.
3: All right, hold that thought, folks. We'll be right back with more in Captain America: Third Watch with Frank Salvato. Don't go anywhere.
1: You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind.
2: News, insight, passion. AF 930, The Answer. Online at theanswersarasota.com. AF 930, The Answer.
1: Hi, this is Mike Gallagher. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce.
3: Yeah, you are. And this portion of the Captain's America Third Watch brought to you by our good friends at Moss Nissan, Moss Family Automotive. Remember, Moss, M-A-U-S, Nissan.com, the website to go to. And while most new car dealerships have as few as 30 or so pre-owned cars available for sale when you shop at one of the three Moss Nissan dealerships or the Moss Acura dealership or the Moss Wholesale to the Public dealership, you have hundreds of clean pre-owned cars and trucks to choose from. Now, you also get great peace of mind because every used car bought from Moss Nissan comes with Moss Care, and with Moss Care, you get lifetime oil changes, lifetime tire rotation, special treatments for both the interior and exterior of your car to keep it looking new, credit and deposit protection, and a whole bunch more. Now, you will save thousands of dollars at Moss Nissan because all pre-owned cars and trucks are marked wholesale to the public. Now, Moss Nissan can also help you get the credit you deserve. If you got a job, basically, you can get a car. Now, in fact, they work with over 40 banks so you can get the best interest rates possible. There are three Moss locations, one at U.S. 19 and 54 Newport Ritchie one at US 19 in Crystal River the other one at 11001 North Florida Avenue in Tampa right there along with the new Moss Acura dealership there right next to the Florida Avenue Nissan store and don't forget about Moss wholesale to the public up there in home assassin springs either right there on US 19 so check them out online at mossmausnissan.com. remember moss nissan whatever it takes and don't forget to tell them the captain sent you because that will save you another $500 off your vehicle. There you go. All right, Frank Silvato, Managing Editor. Yeah, here we go. Did it again. How about Managing Editor of the Underground USA podcast? <laughs> if, um,
4: if, if there was such a thing, I'd
3: take Yeah, I know, but I just gave you the title, so I guess there is now. <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, Keith Ellison. Keith Ellison uh, got out there and... He uh, says, uh, you know, because they were talking about uh, the Bernie Sanders folks that there was some violence at some of these rallies and all that, and they were bullying people around. And uh, he says, well, I want to see examples of Bernie bros behaving badly. Well, Steve Scalise saw the tweet, and he turned around and tweeted back, and he said, I can think of one, and that would be the guy who shot up a group of Republican lawmakers that were out there on a baseball field a a couple of years or so back.
4: Yeah, among other ones, the the guy who ran his car into the into the the Trump supporters who were signing people up to uh, mm-hmm. for voter registration, yep, uh, was a Bernie supporter, and and this is not a this is not a, an accusation coming from the far right or or the Trump camp. This mm-hmm. was this was talked about by Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. She she wanted to know when the, when the Bernie brothers were gonna, when he was going to step back from the Bernie brothers who were misogynistic and xenophobic, mm-hmm. you know. So Keith Ellison was taking issue with his own party and that had nothing to do with the Trumpers. Mm.
3: Well, again, uh, all I can say is that uh, crazy is as crazy does, and somebody you know, and and I haven't heard Bernie really stand up there and disavow it because he's just trying to ignore it. I think.
4: Well he's trying to ignore it. He can't afford to alienate anybody with the with the tight field that they have there. That said, you know, take a look at any of the supporters for anybody who is on that on that dais except for the wrench in the machine Mike Bloomberg. All of their supporters are they're unhinged. These these people are not interested in anything that the framers had in mind for our country. The framers said that everything has to be about compromise. Mm-hmm. Sitting down, talking, negotiating, compromising, so you can find common ground. Uh, these people have no interest in compromise. They they want a totalitarian approach to their ideology. If you don't agree with them, you're wrong, and you have to be stomped into the dirt, mm-hmm. and and not covered with with dirt and water, so you could grow like a like a plant, Mister Bloomberg, like a corpse. So you know so. Uh, w- we, as a people, have to we have to start taking issue with these type of people in our society who, who claim tolerance but are intolerant, who claim inclusiveness but are exclusive. You know, they're hypocrites, and, and it's time to take the battle beyond their preferred candidate and take it to those people because they're the dividers. They're the ones who are dividing our society.
3: Yeah. Now, have you heard of Dana Rohrabacher? Absolutely. Okay, he was a congressman for about 20 years. He represented, I think, three different districts in California, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, He apparently took a little trip over across the pond and uh, talked to Julian Assange, and while he said he was not representing the president or the United States of America, um, he came back with a message for the president or vice versa, however it happened. But here's what we're hearing that uh, he was offered a full pardon if he would tell the U.S. what we need to know about uh, where and how he got the information he got.
4: Yeah, I didn't hear a full pardon, but I did hear that something could be worked out. Yeah. Um, you know, hey, the guy broke the law, and we give, we give amnesty and, and cut deals with all kinds of people in our criminal justice system in order to get information on other people. That, that do bigger and 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 more egregious crimes
3: mm-hmm.
4: now now this guy's was pretty bad you, you you don't publicize stuff that that was stolen from the nsa and and our intelligence community and not walk and you know and walk away scot free but uh, you know to find the bigger the, the bigger devil here to to understand the whole the whole scheme of how it happened and who the perpetrators were in total. You you could talk to him about it. Why not? Mm-hmm. If 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 we can knock years off murderers' sentences, mm-hmm. we can certainly talk to him about something. I'm not saying let him walk away scot free because he did commit a crime, but we can certainly talk to him about it. Why not?
3: Mm-hmm. Now the CDC, uh, the Center for Disease Control. Uh, and prevention has delayed the Trump administration's efforts to expand screening to state and local public health labs because the uh, virus tests they're having problems with problems have developed with the Corona virus uh, test developed by the uh, Center for Disease Control.
4: Yeah, you don't you don't want to get false positives here, and you definitely don't want to get false negatives on this thing. It would you would cause a panic that would probably affect our economy in a, in a pretty dramatic way, especially if everybody was starting to to test positive for this thing. So they've got to get the they've got to get the test right before you put it out there. I, I agree with that.
3: So the president was in Colorado Springs yesterday evening, and uh, Colorado Springs, of course, is the home of the Air Force Academy. Correct? Yep. Yeah. And it's the temporary home, it looks like, of the new Space Force. But he has not named a uh, headquarters yet for the Space Force. And the rumor last night was uh, he's going to name, in fact, Colorado Springs as being the new home for the... uh Well, it's
4: it's where the Air Force Academy is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of education happening there. So it makes sense. Cape, you know, around Cape Canaveral also made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Around Houston also made a lot of sense. Um, Birmingham, you know, or, or Huntsville made a lot of sense. So uh, you know, well, let's just get it right for the resources that we that we need in order to make this this branch a success. Mm-hmm. So if they if they if they pro- if they choose to have it near the Air Force Academy, that's that's fine.
3: Now the Inspector General has come out and said that the United States military did not properly store or account for nearly $715 million in weapons used to fight ISIS in Syria. Yeah, well,
4: I'd like to see the internals on that before I before I, I form an opinion on it, because if it's one thing to say that they're missing or stolen, another one is they didn't account for. You know, the, the, those words matter when you're talking about inventories in an IG report. Um that said, there are a lot more moving pieces in Syria than just what we want to do. Uh, so, you know, until I until I get a chance to read that report, I'm going to reserve an opinion.
3: Well, you can reserve an opinion on this, too. The New York Times is now taking heat <laughs> for the Taliban deputy's comments. Uh, he wrote an, uh, apparently an op-ed or a letter or something that appeared in the New York Times, and uh, the New York Times decided to publish it about the peace talks.
4: No, why don't why didn't they publish pieces by Tojo during World War II? You know, why why not get Pol Pot in here when we were dealing with the Cambodians? You know, how about Ho Chi Minh? Let's let's give him a byline. This is big, the New York Times has become an editorial page for for people who despise the United States. So you know this 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 outlet has a First Amendment protections. Yet they propagandize for our enemies all the time. The Taliban's our enemy. They they harbor Osama bin Laden and Al Qaeda. They lie to us during negotiations. They attack our soldiers. So why are we giving them why are we giving them a forum to spew their propaganda?
3: Mm-hmm. Here comes the music, my friend. So we'll have to let you go and we'll catch you on Monday morning. So have yourself a great weekend. Stay low, my friend. All right, Frank Silvato and Frank Silvato, the Underground USA Podcast, and I'll be right back with more. And uh, we'll let Kathy take us to break.
1: You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind.
2: This podcast segment is brought to you by Broussard's Bayou Grill of Navarre Beach, where the bayou meets the beach. Relax with your friends and family in their Surfside restaurant or listen to live music on the outside deck while enjoying their weekly drink specials and a full menu of tasty delights. Broussard's Bayou Grill of Navarre Beach, located at 8649 Gulf Boulevard in Navarre. For more information, log on to www.broussardsbayougrill.com That's B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D-S BayouGrill.com or call 850-396-6098. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe, like, and share our podcast with your friends and family. This podcast can be heard on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and TuneIn as well as on podcast platforms like CastBox, Podcast Addict, Sonos, SoundCloud Spreaker, and Himalaya. This podcast has been a production of the Underground USA Podcast Network. All content is used with permission and exists in the public domain pursuant to the fair use law. You're listening to the Underground Podcast Network.